Hello, and welcome to another edition of Mind of a Football Coach. Today we're going to be talking about education, the value of education, uh, what you can do as a football coach to help your young men gain a quality education in high school, and then also go to college and have a, uh, a chance to be a, a college student uh, as far as getting them help with scholarships, helping them uh, get the test score, uh, the GPA to go to college to be a successful member of society as they age, and uh, hopefully they, and when they're 50, they're, they're being uh, a person that can help society move forward and they're not a, not a hindrance. Because uh, I think we, as a, as a high school coach, we have a really um, quite enormous burden to help young men uh, become members of society that are productive and that they are ones that will help move your community forward towards productivity and greatness and us as high school coaches play a valuable valuable role in that because a lot of our players we are the only male role model in their lives and we have to take that very very seriously if we want uh, our guys to turn out turn out well uh, before we get into that I want to look at uh, some previous episodes just some some shameless plugs for for ones I've done my last one was about networking that's episode 31 though that one's about how to uh, reach out to other coaches some resources to use uh, twitter uh, google drive going to clinics uh, things of that nature i think twitter is one of the most fantastic things ever Uh, it's like a free coaches clinic every minute you can definitely be overwhelmed with the amount of information that is on twitter uh, but it's an excellent excellent resource uh, to share thoughts and to gain uh, gain information as you as you grow as a coach episode 30 was what scheme should we run get into some details of uh, just a thought process of what scheme should you run as a a program i know we we here at at nitro go back and forth about uh, about that Uh, maybe not like overall scheme we have some some core philosophies that never change but uh, maybe how you teach something or a technique you play uh, that those are things that definitely should be reevaluated every year based on on personnel uh, episode 29 that's time how do we use our time it's a race right uh, we all have 24 hours in a day and how are we more productive than the next guy so those are some shameless plugs of some previous podcasts just want to thank the listeners for listening uh, this is this has been a really fun ride uh, being able to do this. I just want to keep put, putting out really good products for uh, people out there, and keep putting out something that helps coaches. Maybe it helps businessmen. Maybe it helps uh, people who are CEOs. I'm not I'm not a CEO. I'm just a head football coach uh, at a high school. But maybe some of these principles that we talk about uh, can help you in all aspects aspects of life. So today we're going to talk about education in a broad sense of how it uh, applies to to my profession, being a teacher and a high school football coach. Uh, point number one, you know, we have to we have to understand that our, our players are student athletes first. And I think all coaches would say that, but I don't know that all coaches 
would exhibit that behavior uh, on a consistent basis. I know here in our program that is a constant uh, conversation we're having with players, either ones that are still in our program or ones that have graduated or not, excuse me, not have graduated, but ones that are on the path to graduation that are second semester seniors. Uh, we are con- we're talking to them about, hey, how are your grades? I'm looking at their grades, uh, asking about test scores. Let me see, let me, I'll go to the counselors and get their transcripts, uh, trying to help them go to college, get a chance to play football. Uh, we have a couple guys in our program now they are having a chance to go play college football. Uh, one only played football his senior year, and he – has a chance to go play uh, football in our area. Uh, the other one is going basically get a full ride to a Division II school. And it's really cool to see that. And, and there's some ways that we as high school coaches can help with that. I know when a college coach comes into our building, I want it to be the most seamless, easiest process for him to be able to access all the information he needs to make an assessment of our football players. So I have a spreadsheet on Google, and I can share this template with anybody who wants it. Uh, just send me an email to mindofafootballcoach at gmail.com or send me a Twitter direct message at mindofafbcoach, and I'll get this to you. So what I do is I put the year at the top. So, for example, it says like 20, I'm looking at <clears throat> this next year's 2020 prospects. And then I have, um, for each player, I have the following information. I have name, position, height, weight, GPA, SAT, or ACT score. Uh, Then I have their cell number. Then I have a huddle link. So when a college, I email this to a college coach, they can see their name, position, height, weight, where's their GPA, what's their test score. They can click on the huddle link, and our players understand that their highlight tapes need to be five minutes or less. And I go through and look at their highlight tapes, and I can go edit them on Huddle, which I do, uh, to make sure their best plays are first, their most explosive plays are plays that stand out are first. And then that when a college coach looks at it, they can see, hey, do I like this guy? Is he a player we want? Does he fit the size we need? Does he fit the grades we need? Then they come in here, they say, hey, I want to I look at X, Y, and Z. And so I, we call them into my classroom, and they, they talk to them. And I've had a bunch of different coaches tell me, that, that that our school, um, the places I've been, well, here at Nitro, then the places I was a head coach before, the place I was a head coach before, uh, it was the easiest place to, to learn about prospects because everything was organized and they had every piece of information they needed to be able to make uh, make a decision on what to do with a, with a prospect. So I, I think sometimes that gets lost. Um, you know, I hear these high school coaches – or guys on Twitter say, oh, they're sleeping on my guys. Well, have you really given your guys the exposure they need? Have you made it easy for the college coach to come in and, uh, and evaluate your players? Uh, that, those are some questions I think that need to be asked as we, as we go through this. And you know, it's important also that as we prepare for players going to college, that we give them time to work on their academics. Here at Nitro, we have an NHS block, so there's like a 30-minute period at the end of the day where the guys can work on their academics. And I'm constantly pushing our guys to go to work your academics, take it seriously, don't put stuff off to the end. 
and then I'll go check on them sometimes. Like, hey, where, what are you working on? You know, what are you doing? How's it, how's it going? I'll get on our, our grading system and I'll pull up their grades. And if they're my, when they're, when they're in my class as a student, I'll call them up to my desk and be like, hey, what's going on in this class? Because it, it has to be something that is consistent. Uh, a lot of our players, uh, you know, they come from, from homes where maybe academics isn't the most important thing in the world. Uh, so we have to make sure as, as coaches we're continually pushing our players uh, to be great academically so they can succeed athletically. Uh, you know, hometown, there's a bunch of hometown heroes who didn't make it in college because they didn't have the test score or the GPA. And that's a conversation we have constantly in our program. And then I also hand our players once a year the information about the NCAA and eligibility and the NAIA so they understand what they have to make uh, to be eligible to play at those levels. It's all about getting information into the hands of your players and their parents. And we have a team uh, website that we use, and I'll post that information there as well because it's really, really important. Everybody understands what is the standard. If you want to go play college ball, if you want to get a college education, then you have to do these certain things. And it's, it's crystal clear from our perspective as a coach that we have given you all of these uh, these items, these NCAA checklists, these NAIA checklists. And if a player says, well, coach, I'm not being recruited. Well, what are you, what's your GPA? What's your test score? Uh, I don't have a test score. Your GPA is below 204. I can't do anything for you. <laughs> There's nothing I can do to help you. You can be uh, Michael Irvin, you know, as a receiver, and I can't do it. We can't do anything for you because your grades really, really, really matter. And uh, that's something that's a big, big part of our football program. During the season, we grade check our guys every week. I used to do a punishment system with that. I'd run kids and I'd do things like that, uh, some punishment aspects, some up-downs. Now I give praise to guys who have good grades. Uh, we didn't, I didn't find we had any more success you know, punishing guys, running them or whatever. Uh, so we just we make it a positive thing. If you have good grades, we call you out before the team, have you stand up, we clap it up. Uh, maybe you eat pregame meal first that week, you know, those, those types of things. So just simple, simple rewards that help, that help our guys. Uh, and, you know, la- the last piece of this I want to talk about is, you know, as, as a player, I was fortunate enough uh, to go play college football, uh, at Division One in East Carolina in Liberty. And I had a, a buddy of mine on, uh, on LinkedIn actually sent me a message and he, he said, hey, will you do a podcast about the value of education uh, of, of going to college? And I said, hey, I'll just wrap that all into one podcast because I don't like to go super long on my podcast because we don't, we don't, none of us have a lot of time to sit down and listen to, you know, an hour or, or 30 minutes. So I'd like to keep it about 20, 15, 20 minutes on the podcast so people can, can listen to it, get what they need, and move on with their day. But he asked me to talk about, you know, specifically, how does going to college on full scholarship or even like partial scholarship, how does that really, how does that help people go forward in life? And I'm looking at an article on Forbes. It's called The Value of College Football Scholarship Exceeds $2 million for College Football's Top 25. This was written on August 21st, 2011. It's a little dated, but it's really, is, it's a pretty, it's got some pretty decent information. So, it's got a list of the top 25 schools, and it has a school, in-state cost for tuition, 
for four years, out-of-state cost, mid-career salary, and they calculate that all up to a degree value over the course of somebody's life. And so, like, for Oklahoma, that value, the degree value over somebody's life, if you're on full scholarship, is $1,922,000. Um, LSU's, like, $2 million. Stanford's $3 million because your mid-career salary at Stanford is $112,000. So, if you go to school on a full scholarship, and Liberty, I think, when I went to school there, was, like, $20,000 a year. I was only there for three years. But so at sixty thousand dollars, I don't have to pay in student debt. I went to East Carolina at a high school; it was like fifteen twenty. So let's say it's twenty thousand. So it's out of out of state. So you're saving over a five year course just in tuition. This isn't room board books because those are free too. If you if you're on full scholarship, uh, you're saving like a hundred thousand dollars of debt you don't have to pay back over the course of your life, and then you're also saving on books and room and board and then you're also creating these lifetime habits that really will help you over the course of your career hard work perseverance and then being in college athletics gives you uh, an inroad to maybe some jobs that other people don't have a chance uh, to do I know as a, as a head coach it helps my resume I play division one football and uh, you know if you're in a business world and you're getting a good internship because you can get that because you played football somewhere, which if you look on YouTube, there's like, like Ohio State has Real Life Wednesday where they bring in people to help their guys find jobs after after college. Well, that's a, that's a huge step up in the world if you're having experience talking to CEOs of major companies when you're a sophomore, junior in college because they can get you a job after college. So, you know, there's all this talk about should they pay players should they you know should they not pay players how much you know do i think that if you're you're at school that's a power five and your your athletic program is making hundreds of millions of dollars sure yeah i think you you should give the players a stipend or something of that nature because a lot of the players that go to those schools come from nothing they don't have much Uh, but if you're at a school that doesn't have that kind of revenue then i guess you don't have you don't get any kind of stipend uh, extra on top of your scholarship and you know is that fair no but it's it's real um, you know it's it's the real world is capitalism uh, I think there's a lot of discussion to be had there about that you know you got coaches making you know hundreds of millions of dollars over their career and you got athletes who can barely buy toothpaste uh, and I've seen that uh, you know I, I went to went to East Carolina with a guy named Chris Johnson who ended up playing tailback in the NFL for a little bit. And Chris came from – he wasn't very wasn't very wealthy from what I uh, remember. And, you know, he, he lived the college life. And you just, you're scrapping for what you can get, especially back then. That was in the early 2000 – well, yeah, early 2000s. East Carolina was a mid-level Division One program. Uh, didn't have a ton of money to, in the football program to go around. Uh, they treat us well, but it's not, it's not like you're. It's not like I see these videos now. People like Clemson and Alabama giving guys all this, uh, all this good stuff. You know, they get nutrition and all that. But not every not every college program is like that. You know, some college programs are really struggling to make money, and guys are barely getting by, having to buy their own cleats and gloves, that type of stuff. Uh, so I think you know there is some definitely some talk for hey, how can we make a universal system to help pay these players something. So they aren't going hungry or going going without. Um, so you know this this 
this podcast is a, a general overview of education as far as how is a high school coach helps his players get to college, what does education do, uh, specifically specifically college education do for a player. Uh, I know for me, came out of, came out of college debt free, allowed me to not have to pay back student loan debt, and then eventually went and got my master's in educational leadership, and I got it at, a, at Arkansas State University. There's a plug for Arkansas State. I uh, got it online, didn't have to take out a loan, so I have all my education without having to take out student student loans, and that's a big, uh, big leg up in the world because student loans can cripple uh, people. That's a sometimes people are paying for the, on those almost the rest of their life they take out uh, these twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollar loans on top of car payments and, and house payments and uh, things like that. Uh, that's a whole nother podcast. We'll get into finances. Uh, we're big Dave Ramsey people at my house. Uh, have a really uh, tight budget. It's worked really well for us. We got some really good financial counseling from a, a good friend of ours back in Georgia when we were down in McDonough at uh, Eagles Landing Christian Academy. Uh, so that's another podcast. There we go, finances. I'll do that one uh, here, I don't know, maybe next couple of weeks. Got to put together some more information for that one. I want that one to be a little more in-depth. That may go a little, a little longer than 15, 20 minutes because that's a, a very, very important a conversation. Thank you for listening.